Hey guys, welcome to Processing the Past. It's your host, Isabella, and another episode is here. Um, it's We're talking about the 1970s, and I hope you guys are excited for this episode, because I sure am. So let's just jump right in. The 1970s, um, it was known that in, uh, in the 1960s, mid-1960s, the hippie era started coming into place and it continues on into the 70s. Um, um, some of you might know, but since the 70s are getting uh, closer, or not getting closer, but it's um, not as long ago as the 1920s, so you might have a little bit of m- more knowledge on this decade, but you know, artists like Fleetwood Mac, Bee Gees, ABBA, and Village People who have their hit song YMCA um, are like really popular and there's countless other of bands that I could talk about that um, had their sort of popularity in this time. I mainly want to talk about ABBA and I just think, first of all, their band name is just so creative because it's so simple but um, if it's their names put together, Agnetha, Bjorn, Benny, and Anna Frid formed their names together to make ABBA, which I just think is really unique, and I just like how their names um, all together made this band and made it such a classic name that a lot of people know today. I also just think that their music just hit such like a close place in people's hearts because their song Dancing Queen, which is like, you know, incredibly popular. It's just such a nostalgic sort of sound and it just makes me happy every time I listen to it. But I think it just like hits it hard especially because it's in the movie their whole like album is in the movie Mamma Mia. And I think that's also a place where they got a lot of their popularity from. But I just think it's um, it's a great movie. I've seen it uh, maybe once or twice. And just all the songs fit perfectly into like every part of the movie. And I just think it's really creative that um, ABBA got this opportunity. And even though they're older today, they still uh, sing sometimes and they perform uh, like lots of their songs. Personally, my favorite ABBA song is Chiquitita. Um, I like. The, there's both the English and Spanish version. For me, the Spanish version um, I like better and it makes me really happy and it reminds me of summer. But the English one is just as good and I just like the ending of the song. When it, has a, it plays a little piano tune to end the song, I think is just like absolutely wonderful. Um, I played it all during the summer. It just makes me so happy and I just think it's a really enjoyable song. You should give it a listen if you haven't already. And as well as the Bee Gees, I mean, you've heard of Staying Alive, obviously, most popular song they have, but they're also popular in movies. I mean, if you've seen Despicable Me, um, they have a couple of songs in there, um, as well as uh, YMCA is also in the second Despicable Me movie. So lots of 70s songs are in kids' movies as well, if you realize it or not, which I just think is so cool. And this artist, or this band, is actually not really popular, and I know they debuted at in 1979, but I just feel like I had to fit them in there because they're one of my favorite bands. This band is called Cocktoo Twins, 
Um, they're not very popular compared to ABBA or Fleetwood Mac or anything, but I just have want to come on and say that they have like their music is so unique. It's it's as if you were looking at an abstract image, but it's sound because their music is just like abstract. I mean, the lyrics um, that they sing are like a gibberish of like Scottish, I believe, in English. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but I just think it's like such an interesting band that has so many like uh, beautiful songs. And if you do your own research, you can see that uh, most of the songs have like really beautiful meanings behind them. Uh, very relaxing, but again, it's not for everyone, but it's definitely for me. And fashion, I think everyone knows like colors, colors, colors. Um, tie-dye, corduroy, you know, all that. Um, a little bit of what I was talking about last time with um, with like lots of like bell-bottom jeans and everything, but there's lots of like bright colors, like bright yellows. Um, there's lots of satin shirts in there, um, avocado greens and a lot of those colors. And obviously, like I said, tie-dye were just like mainly what was popular in this time, but lots of platform boots as well and flip-flops to style the streets um there's like a lot of performers during this time so they like really wanted to overdress and just be bright out there and uh, it's pretty known that during this era there's it's like a pretty optimistic time and everyone just tried to be optimistic and in the end optimism or depression or like other eras you can tell that it impacts clothing choices as well like during the world war clothing wasn't so bright and like casual but it was more fancy and even a little bit depressing which i find interesting because sometimes you just can't really tell until you really look into it um other things i want to look into in art is that this it sounds like it's from another planet but neo-expressionism is what it's called. It was like a type of art that expressed personali personality, but like simplicity in forms as well. And I just think it was really interesting uh, because this one artist, Robert Smithson, he was really an important artist from the 1970s. And he was actually also a founder of um, um, sort, some sort of modern art movement. And as well as the American minimalist installation artist and he wasn't really like other artists but he was really unique to himself and he was just true to what he wanted to make uh, but um, unfortunately he did pass away in a plane crash at the age of 35 but his uh, modern art is just like really popular and it was just um, it's a shame that we lost him, but he was a very interesting man, and if you want to look more into it, he has a lot of interesting sketches, as well as like some sort of like modern nature art, as he did. I think it was called Earthworks, I believe. Um, so he was pretty interesting as well. Though there's some other artists um, that I wanted to talk about, but mainly him, like. Yayoi Kusama, um, she, you might have heard of her, she's a little bit older now, but she made like rooms of art filled with all sort of like kind of extra abstract sort of like senses and it's almost like to stimulate your eyes in a way. 
um, very interesting. She's super unique. I just love her work and I just think she's very amazing. So again, if you want to look into her as well, I would highly recommend it. So thank you for processing the 1970s with me. I am really excited for the next episode, 1980s, and you'll be in for a huge treat. So see you then. Bye.